0: What's up, y'all? We are back. We are back. I was going to do something Friday night. Wasn't feeling my greatest, but we are back. Hey, listen, I really appreciate everybody like sharing and subscribing. And as promised, I think um, this will be the best night to start off my movie review when it comes to movies and tech. Um, I'm also considering doing some you know, we're in Minnesota, so I'm, I'm considering doing some winter tech gear and survival gear reviews in a minute. I mean, hey, we talking tech. We don't, this is tech from the black experience. We might be able to veer off a little bit. I mean, you got to think about it. You know, who's controlling this? Who's telling us what we can't do? We're the form of black media. We can do what we want to do. But what I want to do is before I go into this live movie review, I'll definitely be doing a bunch of jumping around, but there was a movie that went across my eye. Um, or, or, or went you know, it went, it went over my head. I'll say, I didn't know about this movie until I put it on my Amazon watch list. Um, it has a lot of real deep stuff going on in it it's called artificial intelligence and it was directed by steven spielberg i wish i would have known this a long time ago this came out in 2001 i graduated high school in 2001 y'all um it's starring jude law he's a pretty good actor um and the main character is Haley Joel Osment? Now, if y'all remember him, he was in Forrest Gump. Um, he was also in The Sixth Sense. But you're not when you see him again. You're not really gonna know who he is. You know, you're gonna have to take a double take because he looks so different, and he probably tried to just keep himself out of the the Hollywood eye, is what I'm thinking. But yeah, you remember The Sixth Sense with Bruce Willis. Um so basically this film came out in June 29 2001 um so you know I graduated in high school in 2001 I didn't know anything about it um the score was done by who did the music John Williams now as you know John Williams a great composer He's done a lot of classics. I believe he did Jurassic park. Let me, let me just, let me just verify that. I'm pretty sure y'all know how I feel about composing and compositions. I'm a huge fan of Florence B price. I like Danny Elfman. Uh, let's see what he did real quick before we go into this review. Oh, well, there we go. He did star Wars. He did, uh, he did jaws. Um, let's see what else he had. And he's been out. He's been out for a minute. This dude this is an old school cat. He's been out for some years because he did something in 69. Uh, let's see here. Superman and Harry Potter. Okay. So I'm just going to go. He, I mean, this stuff, this stuff goes way, way back, but yeah, he did jaws, Superman. Empire Strikes Back, Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T., Return to Jedi. Just gonna name some more, some other ones that you guys are familiar with: Hook, J.F.K., Jurassic Park, Schindler's List, Rosewood. Yeah, Rosewood. Now it says here replaced by Wynton Marcellus. Um, Lost World, Jurassic Park, Amistad, Private Ryan. Artificial intelligence, of course. Harry Potter. Minority Report. War of the Worlds. That's my joint right there. Munich. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Lincoln. Let's see here. Yeah, so, you know. um, That's who did the score. Uh, it's a beautiful score. Incredible film. So... Basically, you know, I'll give a little quick breakdown. It's going to be some spoilers for you guys, but I'm going to try to skip around as much as I can. Fair use YouTube, fair use. A little more background about it. Uh, they started doing pre-production on the film. or They, they wanted to develop uh, an adaption of it back in the 70s. So I'll let y'all read about that. I will let y'all read about that, but this has been something that's been going on for a minute. I mean, it really is a really good, really good film. So without further ado, let's go ahead. Fair use YouTube, fair use. This is for educational purposes. Think in the chainmail of society. We'll skip around here.
1: An artificial being has been the dream of man since the birth of science. Not Merely the beginning of the modern age When our forebears astonished the world With the first thinking machines Primitive monsters
0: Now this, at, this beginning of, at this point of the movie I'm going to really try to do A lot of jumping around for you guys Because I don't want I don't want to spoil all of it I'm already doing enough spoiling But there's this scientist I believe he's I, When I look back I think he's the creator What the movie basically is about Is artificial intelligence And there's a lot of ethics in question um, so this is the creator. He's creating a product He's trying to basically sell the state He's trying to sell the stakeholders, you know, Hey, let's do this. Let, let's, let's sell. Let me sell you on how we could play God. That that's their whole thing about that.
1: Play chess, <laughs> how far we have come. The artificial being is a reality a perfect simulacrum. Articulated in limb, articulate in speech, and not lacking in human response. Ah!
0: So well, he he gets poked this android. This is an artificial intelligence person um, that they created, which a robot theoretically. Um, he gets poked her with something, and she's yelling. So they're just kind of showing how the android operates. Now, and even pay- listen to this.
1: Highest form. Far what does it amount to? Can enable us to construct a mecca of a qualitatively different order. I propose that we build a robot who can love. Love. But we ship thousands of lover models every month. Of course. Your own best customer, Shiatsu-sama. <laughs> now, wait a, a little bit and quickening my simulators. The word that there's i a,
0: There's a sister that's, that's questioning this dude. Let me I get use to that. Was about child Your world of me- <laughs> uh,
1: but isn't the real conundrum. Oh, here
0: we go. Um,
1: with all this animus existing against mechas today, it isn't simply a question of creating a robot who can love. But isn't the real conundrum? Can you get a human to love them back? Ours will be a perfect child caught in a freeze frame, always loving, never ill, never changing. With all the childless couples yearning in vain for a license, our little Mecca will not only open up a completely new market, it will fill a great human need. But you haven't answered my question. If a robot could genuinely love a person, what responsibility does that person hold toward that Mecca in return? A moral question isn't it the oldest one of all uh-oh but in the beginning didn't god create adam to love him
0: you heard that that was deep so he's basically saying hey listen we could play god race soldiers will they will definitely use religion to benefit the direction or wherever they're trying to go for conquest If you look at, he asked, he asked, she asked him a simple question and this was about morality and ethics and see this, this film, I recommend y'all to check out because it breaks down the artificial, not the artificial intelligence, but it breaks down the mindset of the transhumanist. When people start talking about transhumanism and things of that nature, it, it, it's leaning into that because if you're saying that you need to have these things around Are they here to replace humans? You know, I mean, pretty soon, I mean, where do we draw the line? You know, where do we draw the line when it comes to, you know, um, having these things around, if you start having these things around and you have no need for people, you know, what is the value of a human life? And, and, and these are questions that you're going to start asking yourself when you when you look at this. Like I said, this film is 20-something years old. I graduated high school in 2001. You know, I, I wish I would have been seeing this. Because, like I said, I had it in my wish list for, I don't know, maybe a month or so. Like, okay, let me check this out or whatever like that. And I didn't really think too much of it. And I said, eh, I got, kind of got bored or just scrolling through. You know how it is, man, when you got these streaming platforms. You're looking through stuff. you got a million things on your list. And you just keep looking and looking and looking and before you know it, now you go to HBO Max and I might have went to three to four different platforms trying to find something to watch. And I got stuff on my wish list, but I just don't, I'm not in the mood to watch certain stuff. And then before you know it, you be done, cut the TV off. You're so confused on, there's so much coming at you and there's so much there, you don't know what to watch so she ends on that note i want to bring this in to another conversation here martin is merely pending. pending
1: so all her grief goes undigested henry your son may be beyond our science but it's your wife who can still be reached
0: So basically you have, I believe this guy, he was a scientist, something happened to his son. So now what they're trying to do is convince him to say, well, Hey, just bring a ha- Android, uh, that looks like your son, that acts like your son. Um, and like I said, I don't want to mess it up for you too bad, but what I'm going to say is this. This will strike you In the realm of Pinocchio This will strike you in the realm of Pinocchio Because when the android gets home With the family You know, like I said, he's not like a real boy But he has feelings And eventually he can feel pain and things of that nature So they give him this little teddy bear
2: Come on Come here, boy Teddy, Teddy, come here Come here, Teddy. Come here, Teddy. Teddy. Teddy, Teddy, come. Come here. Come here, here, Teddy. Come, Come
0: Teddy. Come. Come. So they got this little. He's like Jiminy Cricket. He's like Jiminy Cricket. Okay. Now, I, I won't say what happened, but there was an incident where. There was an incident that occurred and the mom basically said, okay, the boy got to go. I'm talking about David, the, the android, the boy got to go. So she basically leaves him off into the forest. He's already developing these feelings. And, and this is where we talk about ethics and morals coming in. So she developed these feelings. Okay. And she just leaves him there so i'll get to the next point the next point what what ends up happening let me see here so so they get to another point where he ends up in the forest he sees this graveyard of a bunch of androids is thrown away and a lot of other androids has probably been thrown away they're trying to search through, through parts to fix each other up and things of that nature, and they send in, I don't know, it was like some, not no Jim Crow type stuff, but it was like, they were sending in the, 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 the night catchers on them, so these were free people in the, in the forest, and they sent in these, these guys on motorcycles to pretty much capture the androids or the robots, if, if you will. And then they brought them to a festival. So when you see the brutality of the festival, they were basically trying to trash him and stuff like that. At one point, he gets locked up with this other Android or this other robot. They start talking about how to escape. They eventually escaped. I'm not really going to break that, break that all the way down, but there got to a point where the david the robot the kid he wants to be a real boy okay eventually what happens and this is going to be a spoiler so y'all y'all might want to cut this off right now if y'all want to see this i i am I really implore you to see this movie especially if you got amazon prime go see this movie see this movie it came out in 2001 it is a phenomenal movie because it is a great case study of how the dominant society uses technology and how they're working with this transhumanism stuff like this was this was kind of like that being a 48 stuff if you guys ever heard about being 48 it's, some, it's real real weird we'll we'll, we'll talk I'm going to talk about that in a minute it is really really strange We'll talk about that in a minute. And there's another film that I wanted to talk about. Shoot. It was called something. Hold on. Well, we'll get into that in a moment. We'll get into that in, a, in a, but if you haven't seen this and you want to see it and you don't want to be surprised stop right now and then come back into this word what the 16 minute mark or something Just come back into this, to this, uh, broadcast that I got and, you know, listen after that because I don't want to ruin it. It's that good of a movie. I don't want to ruin it for you, but if you want to just go ahead and listen to what I'm getting ready to say, I'm going to, I'm still going to say some things. It's not going to break it down too much, but What I'll say is this is he hooked up with this guy that he was locked up with. They escaped and they started doing, I'll say, an investigation. They eventually got to a place in New York. The kid is still set on being a real boy. And he goes into this factory and he finds out, well, man, I see the person that actually made me. I'm not real. I'm not one of a kind. I'm not state of the art. And you know what happened? He just commits like cyber suicide. (laughs) He he commits cyber suicide, man. And what ends up happening is he ends up in the water. His sidekick, the guy that was trying to help him, he jumps into this little submarine and and grabs him and saves him and stuff because that was like their way of... They had a... It was an aircraft, but it had amphibious abilities. So it could... It could it could fly and it and it could also uh, fare well very well quite well in the water. So, um, he saved him because he was just going to stay in that water. I don't I don't think he really could swim or anything. But so David. He gets saved by the uh by by, by and it's crazy because the dude that, that he hooked up with he was like a male prostitute his name was G- james gigolo or something like that he was like the gigolo dude or something like that so hold on now this is the part where they're hiding they're they're, they're trying to get away from these little night raiders is basically trying to get trying to trying to mess What's them up name? So they eventually end up in the, in the festival. This is a festival where basically they're trying to destroy these things. So they end up getting away. They go into the forest, like I said. David. They end up going to the forest, then they end up going to some other place and they start investigating. wherever they're from let's be friends yeah, this is like i said this is where he gets mad he starts destroying stuff in the factory like man i'm i'm not a real boy.
2: boy dr no told me that she would be here the lost city in the sea at the end of the world
0: with the that's what up. dr no needed Okay, let me go here. Okay, this is where he found out that he's fake. Become a real boy. Remember me to the ladies when you grow up. Goodbye, Joe. Goodbye, Joe. Yo, Gigalo Joe. So Gigalo Joe was like a male. He was like a male robot prostitute. I'm really not. <laughs> You know those like Jiggalong Joe was like a male robot prostitute, man. And, you know, they captured him, the police arrested him. So David goes on he gets down here. He's he's looking basically wants to become a real boy. That's why I say this is synonymous with Pinocchio. So he goes into the he he dives down into the water. Which happens to be underwater, which happens to be underwater New York, or underwater Coney Island. Now remember, this film is based off like some dytopian uh, dystopian, however you say it. Um, it's based off of some like 90 percent of the world is underwater. So mankind is pretty much hanging off the edge of a cliff by the finger. That's the mindset you have to set yourself in when you're looking at this. So he's determined to become a real boy, but he's a robot, but he still has emotion, emotions of a child. So he ends up getting stuck down in the water. I'll just say that thousands of years pass by there's no more humans and he's like the last person to kind of see what the world was and it's these aliens to come and you know he's been in the water and you know the water ends up freezing now it doesn't tell how it froze but I'm just gonna put my little tinfoil kufi on and say well maybe the water froze because Something happened with, you know, years and years of maybe global warming and and, or, or something like that happened. Some kind of evolution occurred where, like I say, this is thousands and thousands of years. So there's no more human beings on the planet. Okay. Then what happens it shows a very vast world of, I mean, this is like the Wakanda on ice. You know what I'm saying? Like it shows a vast world of what some aliens built and they pretty much built a civilization of their own. They had been studying humans and stuff, but they don't, they don't have contact with any of them 2000 years later. Right? So they thaw him out, get David back working. And what eventually happens is, after they do that, they hook him up. Um, one of them pretty much puts their hand on his head and sees all of mankind, everything that he registers since he was designed. It shows the wars. It shows babies being. I mean, it, pretty much everything that he's seen and that he was that he understood. It told it. They, they, they kind of look back. Um, like they just pretty much did a brain warp, like a professor X brain warp through time the past 2000 years. Cause remember this was 2000 years in the making. This was 2000 years in the making. So what eventually happened was once they got this information from him, they all huddled together and they shared the information. They shared the information and they started talking amongst, amongst themselves. Keep in mind, he was still longing for his mother. He was still longing for his family and he wanted to be, become a boy. Now this is where the sinister part comes in. And I understand it. People experiment. But when I started watching this, I thought about medical apartheid That book, medical apartheid by, um, That sister by the name, uh, her last name was Washington. I thought about that. I thought about Total Recall. I thought about a lot of weird stuff, man. And the sinister part about it was they had him, I think he went to sleep or something happened. I don't know what, what happened, but you know, when he woke up, they had a replica of his house. So in his mind, He's thinking like, okay, I'm back home with my family. So based on his thoughts, these aliens had studied him and studied him and studied him. And what they ended up doing, man, was they convinced him, well, you know, this is home. And he's like, well, this ain't home. Where's my mom at? And stuff like that. And I had a suspicion on what they were going to do but I couldn't put my foot on it right at the time. So what ended up happening was he starts snapping on aliens, man, y'all got all this information. You you, you should, you should be, you know, where's my mom at? He now, now keep in mind, he's talking to, not the aliens, I'm sorry he's talking to this so-called fairy godmother or this, this this blue fairy that he had been searching for the entire time. As a kid, he's thinking like this thing, like, you know, a lot of kids think like these fake fairies and Santa Claus and all this BS that ain't true. You know, they're thinking like, well, these things might wield some power. They could give me some of the things that I desire. So the blue fairy... They pretty much put like a hologram of a blue fairy because they understand, they know what he's interested in. So all these aliens are sitting, it it, it was really sinister. They're sitting up there. And if you look, if you ever played the game Inside, I always talk about that all the time. There's a game called Inside by a UK company called Playdead. Platform game, little 2D platform game, run left, right, duck, jump. You know, you can't really fight. You just got to kind of use tools. And I employ everybody that's into gaming um, to check out Limbo and also check out Inside if you're in the game, if you're not in the game don't worry about it, but if you're in the gaming, matter of fact, and you know what y'all do me a favor, like share and subscribe to this hit the like button, hit the like button y'all let's get us to a thousand subscribers up in this piece, hit the like button and y'all should check out inside and limbo by play dead. If you're a gamer, you know my, you know my policy on gaming. And I, I, I think that, you know you know black folks you might you might do a little bit it shouldn't be an eight hour a day kind of thing hell no we got way too much stuff going on to be doing that that that's why my Xbox sits there with dust on it for months and months on end but we are talking tech um it reminds me of this scene where they're just kind of watching and get studying him unbeknownst to him. He doesn't know. So they got a room. They got like one of these observatory rooms, like the pol- police station with the, you know, with the mirror glass. It's like that they're sitting there watching all of this take place. They conjured up this blue fairy hologram kind of chick. And she's basically just running game on them. So he starts japping out like, man, you know, wh- what's up? You know, where's my parents? So the little robot bear, I which I call Jiminy Cricket, he jumps up and says, well, look, um, I got a strand of hair from your mother. Because early on in the movie, um, he tries to cut his mom's hair out. I'll let y'all see that for yourself. But basically the, 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 blue fairy tells him, we can't really make your mother like, you know, we need, you know, we can't just put her together or whatever like that. She's gone. It's been 2000 years. We need some DNA or something like that. And the bear said, oh, okay, I got it. He hands a strand of hair. That's all they needed. But when, once they were able to see this, this is what, what's really creepy about this, y'all. See, in 2001, we would have never thought it would have got to this point. I'm going to post an AI robot that's serving some people on the channel as soon as I'm done recording tonight because I want y'all to see this. Something I found online, you know, I'm going to start posting all kinds of different reels or whatever like that, you know, because it, it, it it's something I could review, something we can discuss. So he gives her the hand, the strand of hair, and he tells him, uh, the aliens tell David, like, look, you know, we, we could make a replica of your mom, but she ain't gonna last but nothing, nothing but a day. But there was just enough for him. It was just enough, and then the movie went off. And then the movie went off. Excellent movie. Now this is the part where he went underwater and he David got stuck. To pray
1: to the blue fairy there before him. She who smiled softly forever. She who welcomed forever.
0: And Eventually, it was actually kind of sad
1: and died, but David could still see her palely by day and he still addressed her in hope. He prayed until all the sea enemies had shriveled and died. Trade as the ocean froze and the ice encased the caged amphibicopter and the blue fairy too locking them together where he could still make around
0: own now you heard what he said until the sea anemones so you know we've always had this you know a lot of scientists have had this discussion about sea anemones um coral reef I, you know, I haven't heard, I haven't actually used that term, the coral reef and the coral reef barrier, and I haven't even really, I might have to check into that a little bit, but conservationists and scientists have, they've been talking about the, the coral reef and sea, anemone, uh, sea anemones and things of that nature that, um you know, that's an incredible part of the life cycle of life, the life cycle of nature. And uh, they were gone. So he kind of gets sat, sat, Like I say, he sat out there for 2000 years. A blue ghost in ice. Hey. Now I'm gonna play some of the music here, which I thought was really, really dope it starts to show it's a little creepy just just a little bit
1: and the next day thus 2000 years passed by
0: 2000 years um yeah this this music it's a little creepy but it's i don't know what to call it it, it it's a great soundscape i'll tell you that but you can see the buildings are still standing, but you know, you, you have these aliens and they're just kind of just flying around. They're flying around. So you might as well say they have control of everything. And just so you know, just so you know they probably they probably could have came up with the part 2 but Steven Spielberg ain't doing a color purple part 2 he's he's not going to do that Yeah, he 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 ain't going to do that. Now I see that they redid the second one. I don't even think it's worth it. Yeah. They got Oprah. She yeah, she's part of it. She put it together well, you know. Y'all y'all know. Y'all already know, y'all already know my position on that, but anyway, um yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, it's like a color purple moment. They're not going to do another one of these. Then they're not. It is one of these It's one of these films. You leave it where it's at. It's a lot to think about. I'm telling you. It's a lot to think about. So now they built the, they built the structure. They built the world or where the aliens were around the ferris wheel they kind of built they built it all around i'm not sure if they knew that he was there i'm pretty sure they did but these aliens basically you know thaw him out get him back working all right let's see I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that because I want y'all to have a, I want you to have a really, really good idea of of what's happening. And I want you to get the emotional response as when you're watching it and listening to the music on what happens in the end. Okay. Okay. Hopefully y'all are enjoying my story time. I'm going to keep doing more story time. Um, on YouTube with videos, I'm probably going to end up getting another camera so I can increase the quality. You know, I want to make sure that I have the best quality for y'all. So I'm probably going to grab another camera, uh, to make sure that the quality, you know, but sometimes like, I mean, the Apple, the Apple, Phone. It has some pretty good quality. So when I start going to some of these locations and start doing the story time from the locations where I'm at, um, I think when I think what's gonna have to happen is, uh, I'm gonna have to use my phone. Some of the locations and the places that I want to be. And that I want to go to or check out, you know, I may not want to hang around too long. I might want to kind of just, you know, grab my little footage and just kind of keep it moving. Of all the places, you know, that I might want to go. But, you know, what I might, what I might do is I might take you on a little tour. I might get y'all... I might fix something on my windshield and I might, let me know, hit the like button, share, like, and subscribe, hit the like button. If y'all want me to take y'all on a little IT tech tour on pretty much all of my stories from like, you know, my stories from my, from my books and, you know, and the chapters in the books and things of that nature on how I got into the tech field and really my story. My story I, on all the blocks, do y'all want to see the blocks that I used to kind of circumvent all my way into getting into this game? That's part of the story. The story is important. Like I say, I came up selling mixtapes. I came up doing music production and stuff and I flipped tech. Because it made sense. 110% completely accidental. Let me know. Let me know if y'all want to hear something. I'll shoot a video. If I got to hit South Minneapolis up, I'll shoot a video. If I got to go to North Minneapolis, I'll shoot a video and I'll get that to y'all. I promise I'll do it. But anyway, that is my review of artificial intelligence. That That's my review. But what I do want to do is I want to do a couple different updates with a couple th- different things that um that I was talking about so let me go ahead bear with me y'all bear with me it's been a couple days been off for the holidays and stuff so I, I gathered a couple different pieces of, of information that I wanted to talk about in terms of the workplace. So let me break that down for you. All right, so basically, as y- as I told y'all on my process on two-week notices, we're going to talk about this being a 48 thing in a minute. I got to talk about that. Now, Usually what happens, let me tell y'all something. Usually, usually when you put a notice in, you really don't have somebody doing all types of extra stuff before you leave. That's very indicative to the company you may work at, okay? Anytime you're trying to move around And you put a notice in and you have any management and they're dinging you and bothering you about, well, this should have looked like this and this should have looked like that. It's like you're gone. You're out of there. It's really no point to go into the deep end. Why do we need to go into the Mariana Trench and start looking for atomic particles under a microscope? which of course is not an electron microscope. Why do we got to do that? Why? What is the purpose? Well, let me tell you something. This is an interesting subject you guys probably have not seen in a while. One of these days or last week, I had called in, right? I said, all right, well, you know, ain't nothing really else going on. I am i don't even really want to be here anymore. But, you know. So, with this instance, I said, all right, you know, my child's sick. You know, he ain't been feeling too well, whatever the case may be. So, I'm going to just take the day off. They say, well, sick time doesn't cover kids, which is outrageous. I've never heard that in my life. This is the first time in over 12 years of working in the tech industry. Sick time does not. So that that's another indicative thing about this crappy ass company. But anyway, so they say, well, you got to call up this place and you got to call this other place and they handle this and that and they handle this and that and they handle this and that. It would have been easier if I would have just said, "Well, I'm sick," and then I just go into and, and and you know into the doctor and get the required doctor's note that they may have wanted. You know, but remember what I told y'all: when you open up a case using the Fifth Amendment, when you open up a case with HR and due process they're really not supposed to be anything retaliatory. But the way that they get around retaliatory actions, the way that they get around retaliatory actions is they'll start just making things hard for you maybe on your way out. Or if you plan on staying, then they're definitely gonna make things hard for you. So what I did is they said, well, Hey, you have to call this number. And another thing that was interesting, they did like, like I said, usually when you put your notice in people don't do all this BS, they don't do it. They're not really tripping on what you do in your last week or two. They're not tripping. They're like, okay, you're out. They're not doing all that. So when I put in, when I, when I called in, they're like, well, you know, we don't cover sick time. And I'm like, How do you not cover sick time if one of your kids is sick or whatever? I'm like, okay, whatever. So call this number up. I called the number up and I took the screenshot and I sent that straight back in that email. That is my response. That is my actual response to this, to to this communication. Because what they went and did is they copied the management above them and then they copied HR for, for the day off or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. So now I'm really now I really ain't gonna be doing too much this this, this coming up week. I'm chilling. I'm not gonna be doing nothing at all because they decide to you know want to play with me with all this and so yeah. I mean um, a couple weeks ago it was a bunch of hoopla about this this that and the third and I'm like I- I'm out. I I don't need to do that, but this, this was the main point that I wanted to talk about because I, I want to be transparent with y'all. You know, I, I'm in this with y'all. I'm in this with y'all. Um, I decided that my last day was going to be on the 7th of November. So management had the nerve to ask me, well, Hey, why do you want to, you know, can I ask why? it really ain't none of your damn business. It really, truly ain't none of your business. But I told her, I said, well, look, um, I need to start early. The new new company is requesting me to start early. There was, at that point, there was no reason whatsoever to even ask me that question because I sure wouldn't have asked it. If somebody's leaving, they're leaving. I wouldn't have asked that. I wouldn't have asked that, okay, so you know, like I say, it's all good. I can't wait to move around and do my thing. um, I did want to share with something called Moise's AI. It's this sister. I'm gonna play some of her stuff. I'm gonna play a little bit of her stuff because it's so dope. I'm just gonna go ahead and play it. I know this is a tech channel, but I'm gonna go ahead and play it. But she breaks down some, some AI um, applications for you music production lovers. Okay, hold on. I
2: thought it would be fun if we tested out the Moises AI sections feature.
0: And y'all make sure y'all go ahead and...
2: Pocket Queen here, and today I thought it would be fun if we tested out the Moises AI sections feature. Let's give it a go
0: pocket queen a little
2: closer scoot a little closer i ain't got cooties let me just put out there moises is already like an incredible application that i love and use very often anytime you've heard me sample something i use moises to do it got my moises app opened import a new song by pressing new it's doing its magic it's doing its magic voila it's processing and she's dope and now it's ready to go she's so dope this is still very wild to me That's crazy. But really, I want to check out this new loop sections feature that they just added. I'm gonna click the button. It's detecting the sections. It's breaking down the different sections for me. And they have them labeled on the side already for me, y'all. It's saving me bandwidth. I love it already. That's what they've analyzed the section B. But of course, I can make it shorter if I want to. If I just want to make it like, say, maybe two bars. Put on the loop button. Oh, that's funky so if you need to break down that bass part there you go if you want to hear exactly what that, what the drums are doing there there you go this is kind of crazy i'm gonna have to sample this well as always moises continues to blow my mind incredible feature there's so many different features for
0: man this that's crazy the moises app I, I, you know what? I, I might have check it out. My damn All of self. You
2: to check out. I
0: recommend going to. Mo- I, I, I might check it out, Moises. So the way you, the way they uh, spell it is M O I S E S AI Moises AI. Now I, I'm, I want, I want you to see some of this stuff that this sis is doing. How dope she is. This is her here. Hold on, wait a minute It's some of the stuff she does I'm looking for her music Let me go pocket queen Come on pocket queen Make sure y'all follow her on the gram The the pocket queen Oh, she, she, she flipped this She killed it She killed it
2: Special on my spirit, so I'm allowing
0: you to bear witness. How about that? Now she got this off this Michael Jackson scream. Now she's breaking down. She's breaking. She's breaking all of it down. Now look, this, I, I have to. This is it. This this is tech. All right, I finished the beat. Killed it. Ready? Killed it. Oh my goodness. Killed it, flip Friday. Let me let me get another one in for y'all. Oh, oh this one was crazy. I'm doing something highly special in my spirit, and I'm allowing you to bear
2: witness.
0: The way that she broke down this chic is nuts. It's crazy, man. Killing it.
2: to finish the beat. Ready? PQ. special
0: in spirit. man i better go ahead and follow the pocket queen i am not hating at all let's do one more let's do one more
2: something highly special
0: on my spirit just one more
2: and i'm allowing you to bear witness
0: <laughs> oh isaac hayes she she had to do that she had to do the isaac hayes She had fair use YouTube, fair use. Man. All right, I finished
2: the beat. Ready? PQ. something
0: highly special on my spirit man oh man that's enough i'm giving y'all too much i'm giving y'all too much wait till y'all wait till i wait till y'all see what i got in store for y'all in these next couple months but okay let's go back to that hansonrobotics.com Bina 48 everybody hit the like button and type in b-i-n-a 48 and they done hit her with the wig (laughs) when you see this listen listen to me man when y'all see this this is gonna blow you away and i want you to go to about meet the team they literally have a robot as a team member They literally have when you type in Bean a 48, it's a robotic face with chatbot functionalities. Now, this is really gonna blow you away here. Now, the person that owns this company to put all this together. This is going to mess you up. The dude name was Martin Rothblatt. Okay. Now they say she is the founder and the chairman of United Therapeutics. Born to a Jewish family in Chicago to Rosalie and Hal, she was raised in the suburb of San Diego, California. All right. Now, the spouse is Bina Rothblatt. Now I want y'all to understand where how sinister this trans this transhumanism is. Martin Rothblatt, I just want y'all to understand this. I want y'all to really break this down. This was a dude that married Bina Aspen, a realtor from Compton, California. So this white dude marries his sister in from Compton, California, in 1982. Now, if you look up Martin Rockblatt and click on spouse. If you go to concept intricacies of being black and information technology, you will understand what I said about grassroots Bob. You'll understand what I said about grassroots Bob. Go look into my second book. Go look into my second book. I thought I was just BSing. I was coming up with a profile and a classification. I didn't really think it was somebody out there to this degree. I'm looking at Mrs. Martin Rothblatt, Academy of Achievement. If you look at this this person right here, this is grassroots Bob to the highest degree. Founder of Sirius SM and United Therapeutics. If you look at the, biogra- the, bi- the biography of this person, look at what he said. I'm transcending the border of my body to connect with a greater creator collectivity. I'm gonna read that one more again. There's a reason why I did a review of this movie. Listen to me closely. I'm transcending the border of my body to connect with a greater creator collectivity. I'm transcending white or black to just be a person. I'm transcending flesh to be a consciousness. I'm transcending earth to be part of the galaxy. I'm transcending limitations to be unlimited. I want y'all to really break this down. If you look at this person, uh, this is at achievement.org. This is a dude. Transhuman, transhumanism, date of birth, October 10th, 1954. Attorney, author, entrepreneur, inventor, biotechnologist, known today as Martin Rothblatt. Was known for 40 years as Martin Rothblatt. And you can see his parents. Bet they roll it in their grave. Martin Rockblatt Center was born to 19, in 1954 to Rosalie, a speech therapist and Harold, a dentist. Listen to this. Now, he grew up in Ch- San Diego. The secure life of the family was shattered when Martin was five years old. The father of the family was injured in a car accident and appeared that he would be paralyzed for life. He closed his dental practice and declared bankruptcy, fearing he would never walk again. He's talking about his dad. His dad was a dentist. His mom was a speech therapist. An experimental surgery at the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, repaired the damage to the elder Rothblatt's spine. He recovered completely and was able to resume a successful practice. From this experience, Martin Rothblatt drew the lesson that human ingenuity could overcome the most difficult challenges. Now, it says here, as an undergraduate, Rothblatt became a convert to Gerald K. O'Neill's high frontier plan for space colonization. He was later retained by o'neill to handle business and regulatory matters for his newly invented satellite navigation system known as the geostar after founding sirius satellite in 1990 and struggling to fund her her vision rothblatt learned the value of patents with u.s patent number six million one oh five zero six zero System for providing global portable internet using low Earth orbit satellite and satellite direct radio broadcast system issued in 2000. Look at this. This will blow you away. A gifted student who loved music and astronomy, the younger Rod Black enrolled at the U- University of California. UCLA, but grew restless and left after sophomore year to travel and explore the explore the world. Traveling from Europe to the Middle East to East Africa, Rothblatt arrived in the summer of 74 on the island, the nation, the island nation of sea in the Indian Ocean, home to a NASA satellite tracking station. Now you're looking at these pictures. Martin Rothblatt married Bina Aspen in 1982. Then you could see that he's enjoying outdoors with his daughter, Sunzi. Now, this is a picture of him and his wife in 82. Then a picture of him and his daughter. Now that daughter, you look at that daughter, you could tell, yeah, this, this guy, the Jewish guy that, yeah, that ain't his biological daughter. That's impossible. Then Martin Rockblatt with her family in ninety-two. They keep saying it's her. This is in ninety-two. This is in ninety two. Looks like he's kicking it with Howard Stern. Interesting. In 2006, he is producing hosts at the Howard Stern Show, which is a known race soldier. Very interesting, ain't it? Exclusively for the satellite radio company. I want y'all to follow my grassroots Bob concept. I want y'all to really break that down. Then... He came up with a book, he transitioned in 94, The Apartheid of Sex, A Manifesto of the Freedom of Gender. This dude wrote a book in 1996 called The Apartheid of Sex, A Manifesto on the Freedom of Gender. Makes a new case for the adoption of a new sexual bottle that accommodates every shade of gender identity. She reveals that traditional male and female roles are dictated neither by genetics, genitals, nor reproductive biology, but rather by social attitudes that originated in early patriarchal cultures that have been institutionalized in modern law. And she calls a new acceptance of human sexuality in all its pr- pr- prismatic variety. Now, keep in mind, he married this black woman. That was a realtor from Compton, California. Each had a child from a previous relationship. So they legally adopted ones another children to form a blended family. I told y'all when I seen that picture, I said, wait a minute and listen, and what's crazy is when you look at these pictures, when you look at these pictures, He got a law degree, and an MBA in '81. Was hired by the Washington D.C. Covington and Burling law firm to represent the FCC. And within one year, now this is '81. He got hired as an attorney. In one year, he married Roth. uh, He married uh, Bina Aspen. So when you wonder what Bina '48, that's based off his wife. And this dude is now a woman, supposedly. Soon after Martin Roth, Martin Rothblatt founded what will become Serious XM, her daughter, Genesis, was diagnosed with pulmonary artery hypertension. He created a foundation, blah, blah, blah. I swear, if, if you look at this, if you look at this picture, it looks crazy. It looks insane. Martine Rothblatt earned $38 million in 2013, making her the nation's highest paid female executive. Now publicly traded, the company is experimenting pig cloning and genetic modification to create lung transplants. This United Therapeutics. That's what this guy founded. And down here is another picture. Martine Rodblatt and her wife, Bina, in 2014, co-founded the Terrison Movement Foundation, a not-for-profit, private operating foundation that is based in Vermont. The mission is to promote the geoethical, which is the world use of nanotechnology for human life extension, (laughs) transhumanism. The foundation conducts educational programs and supports scientific research and development in the area of cryogenics. Total recall demolition. Ain't this ain't this that total recall that that demolition man? Wesley Snipes, uh, Sylvester Stallone type stuff. Cryogenics, biotechnology and cyber consciousness. What the hell does cyber consciousness mean? Am I going to do it? Am I going to do it? Am I going to take this picture and use this? Uh, yeah, and, and this crooked wig. Am I going to do it? Beena 48 named and modeled after Beena Aspen, a humanoid robot consisting of a bust-like head and shoulders mounted on a frame. So, like I said, when I seen Beena 48... And when I seen this dude, when I seen this guy, this told me everything I needed to know. This is grassroots Bob. Oh yeah, yeah. Of course it was going into that. Of course it was going into that. Oh, I got to read this. I have to read this part. In her book, 1997, Unzipped Genes explored the legal, ethical, and political issues arising from the sequencing of the human genome. She led the International Bar Association's project to draft a universal declaration on the human genome and human rights for the UN, officially adopted by the United Nations General Assembly in 1998. Then they awarded her a PhD in medical ethics in 2001. Wow. The dissertation was published in 2003 as Your Life or Mine How Geoethics Can Resolve the Conflict Between Private and Public Interests in Xenotransplantation. What the hell is that? Xenotransplantation? Rothblatt's interests continue to grow beyond law, technology, and medicine into ever larger questions. Oh, here we go. In 2004, Rothblatt launched the Terracent movement, a transhumanist school of thought exploring the prospect of technological immortality via mind uploading and geoethical nanotechnology. She elaborated on these ideas in her book, From Transgender to Transhuman, A Manifesto on the Freedom of Form, and an Artificial Intelligence in Virtually Human 2014. Man, this is so sinisterly and eerily. When I was breaking down the glossary about grassroots Bob, I had no idea. And I did mention being a 48 in the book. But I had no idea it got the, the, the plot thickens. Oh, it, it, the, the plot thickens, man. The, the, the plot thickens. United Therapeutics prospered. And by 2013, Dr. Doctor Dr. Rothblatt was reported to be the highest paid female and CEO uh, in America based on the value of the stock options in her compensation package. As I say, yeah the wealth wealthy people they're not based off of oh well this is cars and stuff no their wealth is stock and assets and gold and real estate all of that as United therapeutics continued its quest to manufacture to, to manufacture an unlimited supply of organs for transplant whoa Rothblatt Rothblatt gave more thought to the timely delivery of transplant organs, often a matter of life and death, in an an environmentally sustainable way. Drawing on her expertise as a licensed airplane and helicopter pilot, she set out to develop and manufacture an electrical helicopter powered by batteries that could be charged from a renewable energy resource. The first EPSAROD, which is electrically powered, semi-autonomous rotorcraft for organ delivery, whoa, took flight in 2016, grew a United Therapeutic subsidiary, Lung Technology, PBC, Rothblatt continued to support research in EVTOL, which is electrical vertical takeoff Atlantic technology. And in 2018, personally set a world's record for speed, altitude, and flight duration in an electrical helicopter. Man, they're delivering body parts. They promoting transhumanism, cyber immortality. Man, I'm telling you. In Silver Spring, Maryland, he opened up a headquarters for United Therapeutics. In the world's largest site for net zero carbon neutral office building, heated and cooled entirely by on site sustainable energy, it is equipped with a million watts of solar power, 52 geothermal wells, and a subterranean rent to store excess energy. Electrochromic glass windows and partitions brighten and darken to control light and heat while giving the occupants a, a graphic demonstration of the building's net energy use. Listen to this. Martine Rothblatt regularly discusses her thoughts on the coming age of cyber consciousness and techno immortality in her blog, Mind Files, Mind Wear, and Mind Clones. Collaborating with Hanson Robotics, Rothblatt has created a human, ro- ro- a human robot modeled on her partner, Bina, on her partner. Didn't even bother to say wife. Goes to show who this Negro is from Compton. It says a lot. Anyway, programmed to reflect Bina's memories, feelings, beliefs, called Bina48, one of humanity's first cybernetic companions, can sit for interviews and has completed a college-level philosophy course. Rod blatt has also created a website, lifenaught.com, as a place where others can upload their thoughts to create cybernetic doubles of themselves. Cited as one of businesses ciders, most powerful LGBTQ people in tech in 2018, man, let man y'all just don't know disqualifies as a grassroots Bob classification, grassroots Bob that has a little mixed biracial kids they'll do a sex change in a minute and start talking about cyber consciousness, cyber immortality. Jeez. Hi, yeah, yeah. I went into the deep end. Y'all wasn't expecting all of this man, man, man. make sure y'all like share and subscribe i think i gotta hang it up after this man <laughs> i don't think i could go no further i was gonna get into some quantum physics with it and stuff no 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 i don't think i could do no more i don't think i could do no more brother y'all hit the like button i can't do no more